0: Welcome to a Wiser Retirement Podcast. We put together a guide with some recommendations to help you focus on being financially fit at different milestones in your life. Some of you may be ahead of schedule, while others may have to play catch up. You can download this guide for free on our website. The link to download Your Path to a Lifetime of Financial Success is listed in the episode description. Or you can go to wiserinvestor.com, scroll to the bottom, and find it there. Now on to today's episode.
1: Welcome to the Wiser Retirement Podcast, where we believe the best financial advice should always be conflict-free. I'm your host Casey Smith, guiding you to financial freedom today. Are my co-hosts Brad Lyons and Michaela Downey? Hey guys. Hey. Hi Casey. So we are decked out. If you're not watching in our uh, fancy YouTube channel, uh, we are decked out in our red, white, and blue. I'm in my blue polo with the Go Braves. So as we enter the playoffs, Michaela's wearing her long sleeve uh, red T-shirt. Brad's white. He's very neutral today. <laughs> You got dressed up for the podcast, and we I didn't did. tell you. That's what happened. <laughs> it's like high school all over again.
2: <laughs> i got to take use every advantage I have for me. <laughs> i good on these. You
1: have a Braves cap. You wore that to the game, right? I, I do. You should have it a Braves cap.
2: It's well, been out many times. Once this is real. appropriate for here.
1: Once this podcast gets uh, released, uh, we'll already know who, who the winner is. I assume it's the Braves in this series, but. Hopefully, we'll hopefully, hopefully it's going to be hard to work today. You have to have oh, yeah. us on all the TVs <laughs> might be more encouraging than CNBC these days. That's true. So uh, we're going to stick to our theme. Um, planning in your insert blank. We've made it out of our twenties. We're in our thirties and we got some big life events coming up in our thirties. Typically we're having babies. We're buying houses what else are we do in our thirties? Trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're way too early for that. I know, right? I may have that problem. I know, thirties wasn't that long ago for me. Um, yeah, we got, to, and we, we got to tell Michaela what to expect. Right. You know? Right.
3: All right. my wise old owls <laughs>
1: perched
3: right. on the tree. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Michaela.
1: I Appreciate that. <laughs> be um, do as I say, not as we do. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's very true. So, you know, big thing is, you know, we talked about in the 20s, setting a budget. It's updating your budget. Um, you know, your 20s, hopefully you've, you've spent that time investing in your career. In your 30s, maybe you're starting to see some of that um, uh, come to fruition. Um, big thing is that you need, this is the time where you should be making more money than you did in your 20s. And you really start have to, need to start accelerating that, that savings rate. Um, before we said, you know, 10% or get out of debt, but when you hit in your thirties, you know, I'd say at least 15%, if you can be maxing out, that's great. Um, I don't know though. I mean, partially too, I feel like in today's age, 30 year olds are still living at home. (laughs) I read these stories in the paper and I'm like, you're 35 and you're still living at home. I don't understand. Um, but yeah, so you want to keep, you keep trying to save more uh another thing too is a, as you move into home ownership uh you also have more assets and you start looking at your property and casualty it's no longer uh, the cheapest insurance you can get it's having proper coverage um you know at this point
2: you know the savings part should be just kind of a natural transition because as we talked about in prior podcasts in our 20s we're asking people to as you get raises each year increase right, your percent increase the percent of savings so by the time you get into your 30s you should be saving 10, 12, 13, 14% already. And so that's just kind of a natural trans- transition into 30s saving, where we're trying to get you to max out in, in all aspects of your, your yeah. retirement savings plan. So it's, it's also, already baked
1: into the budget. Okay. It's also time to grow up. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you got to stop doing stupid stuff with your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, time you get not listening
2: to you know friends that on the couch <laughs> <laughs> right exactly yeah.
1: but also just being mature in and how you're investing you know you've so you probably have dabbled in individual stocks by now you've 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 you know uh, crypto could can be a part of your long-term growth for sure but everything in crypto doesn't make any sense and we see 20-year-olds all the time that are just dabbling in the in crypto or individual securities
2: well no more than all of it invested in any one asset class yeah that's very
1: true Except for the S&P 500. Yeah well that's you know 500 companies. (laughs) (laughs) True yeah that's true yes um yeah uh so yeah and and and, you know if you're in your 30s now um you have a stock market that could take you back to your 20s. We've fallen so much uh from the peak. This
2: is an opportunity. It is it's a time machine. Yeah right you just
1: didn't you just didn't go back in time your portfolio did.
2: And we're still (laughs) looking at a 30-year plus time frame. Absolutely, all that money to be invested so yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: or if you didn't save anything they'll say that you just goofed off in your 20s and now all of a sudden you're married to the spouse of your dreams and you're trying to get things back on track and you know go back to the basics eliminate stupid debt we don't need to have credit cards at 29 percent interest you know true right mm-hmm. those points aren't worth it it's better just to buy the airplane <laughs> ticket <laughs> <laughs> right. When you can afford to pay for, it. <laughs> when you can afford to pay for the airplane ticket. That's right. Um, and then, and then uh, the next, the next thing is, uh, you know, getting your emergency reserve set up, which
2: mm-hmm. should increase at this point in time because your needs have increased, your your um, expenditures have increased. If you're into the home buying years, and yep, automobiles and savings and children and so on. So that emergency reserve needs to grow with your life.
1: Yep. You know what your friends are doing, though? Your your friends are not thinking about emergency reserve and savings. They're not thinking about saving for retirement. They're taking that extra money and they're buying other nice things with it. And so I think going back to any age, really, but especially in your 20s and 30s, stop comparing yourself to other people. Stay in your lane. Do your thing. Do what's best for you. Do what makes sense for you. Most people that you, that you see that look like they have a lot of stuff, you know, they're doing well, are broke, they're broke. You know, okay. it's okay
2: to compare, but <laughs> you compare yourself versus your, your future you, right? Who you want to be 10 yeah. years out, compare yourself to that person. And are you set financially to become that person 10 years out?
1: Yeah. 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 So. there's, there's uh, you know, you think about some country clubs in the area. We don't have a whole lot of clients in those country clubs. You know why? Every single penny that comes in goes right back out. Yeah, they have a big house. They 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 play lots of golf. They have a good lifestyle for now. But if that if that job stopped, they'd be they'd be in trouble. House would be on fire sale. Yeah. So it's it's not what you what you what you what you see on the outside. We've talked about this before, but those are just rich people. You want you want to be wealthy. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Two very different things, right?
3: Yes. No, they are for sure. So I feel like you really have to realize that your money is going further. And I think something you're just saying is like you have to be smart with your money as far as like smarter with making sure you're making wiser decisions. And it's one of those things where I feel like in your 30s, you're no longer contributing to I'm just providing for myself. It's like we're saying like you have a family now your money has to also be contributing to your family. So your responsibilities are larger. So you can't be investing like you were and taking on the risks like you were maybe when you were 20 investing in those like crypto things that we don't, or even like largely, or if you're investing in just one asset class, like that's just not smart and wise decision-making for your family. And even if you're not, you know, investing for your savings or things like that, that's not putting your family in a smart financial decision or position. And so it's one of those things where that's where I feel like is really where your 30s are. I don't know, but I would assume is where kind of life hits the fan a little bit is that you really have to.
1: Well, certainly things start getting chaotic because there's more things going on. You know, right. Kids are getting old enough to have activities and, you know, there's no longer just you and a spouse. It's now you, spouse, and other people that you're responsible for. I think as a man, I think that that's when the burden starts kind of piling up for most men burning starts piling up and that, man, I got to provide for this family. I have to make sure I'm doing the right thing. We, we talk to people in their early thirties. Well, it
2: becomes very real in your thirties. <laughs> that's right. <for sure. laughs> you know, that's what's that's interesting it. is that it also in the thirties, what happens is you begin to realize I've already been working for 10 or 15 years now, you know, and hopefully, you know, as, as we sit here and talk, you've had, you've built up some assets and you begin to see the fruition of, of that savings and, somewhat sacrificed in your 20s and so on. But if you haven't, then it becomes kind of frustrating. It's time Mm -hmm. to get to right the ship. It's time to get back on board with, all right, go back to the basics, as you mentioned, Casey. Start saving for, you know, paying off stupid debt. Let's build up an emergency reserve. Let's say what happened in the past is in the past. Let's get started right here and now.
1: What's that movement, um and and young people now that want to be retired by 40 or 45 there's a there's a name for it if you if you guys heard of this
3: there's a name i didn't know there was a name i thought that there was a
1: name for it maybe there's not but i i thought that there was a uh well i know there's a group of people who want to be retired mm-hmm. by 40 so that means you got to hit 20 up pretty hard yes <laughs> if you're going to do that <laughs> Definitely. and it, and it's, they don't they don't always need millions um because sometimes they they talk about passive income. There is no passive income. I mean, dividends are passive income, I guess, but a rental home is not passive income. I have, work. A, I have a vacation rental. There's nothing passive about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the scars on my hand from cleaning out gutters. Um, but yeah, that, so if, if you're on that path and you've done you've done a great job and you say, hey, I'm, I I want to be done with this work stuff by the time I'm 40, 45, um, th- this is the time that you've, Start having to figure out how to get that house paid off, because you you've got a decade remaining, so you get you got to turn that mortgage into a ten year or less mortgage uh, to hopefully get that right that eliminated.
2: And as you're talking, what immediately comes to mind is that there are so many competing um, needs for those dollars: housing, yeah, living, uh, transportation, shiny objects, savings, etc. <laughs> you know, in your thirties. That's when it really comes. In your 20s, the competition for your dollars may or may not be quite as high between competing needs. Yeah. You want to have fun, put some money away, and you know, you're you doing good. But in your 30s, if you've started a family and you've bought a home, you know all of a sudden the competition for those dollars means that you've got to be very smart. And that's something you talked a little bit about, Michaela, is being smart with your money in your 30s. And that's when it really begins. Um, nothing says growing up like buying life insurance. Life insurance uh, in our 30s, right?
1: That's a good time to buy it. Something happens when you turn 40, and they charge you a heck of a lot more for it.
2: That's what I have my notes here. That tr- insurance, life insurance, is very inexpensive in our 30s, and if you can lock in that rate for 20, 30 years out, yeah, it's a good idea.
1: Yeah, I I locked mine in like it when I was, I think it was 28. I figured we'd have three children, and I need a million dollars each. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no rhyme or reason you know? other than that, but. I have a three million dollars life insurance policy, and I think I pay eighty bucks a month. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> you know? Same policy now probably eight hundred dollars a month. <laughs> but now, you, yeah, you start thinking ahead a little bit on on some of those things because you you can uh, save a lot of money. You really can.
2: So yeah. it's thinking outside the box as well. A little. And bit. By the way,
1: you should never evaluate your life insurance based on how many children you have. I just <laughs> at the time, the plan, financial planning is not what it is right now. So there, it was really hard to determine uh, needs, and there weren't online calculators and. It was just me versus the salesman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally I settled on three. Um, but yeah uh, but even back then though that was I mean that wasn't that long ago but I remember having to do a because that was unusual I guess for a 20 year old to have a three million dollar life insurance policy. I remember they had to call me. I had to talk to the mm-hmm. underwriter. Yeah. and He's like why do you need three why million dollars? <laughs> like, what "Well,
2: your just, insurable interest?" I'm
1: just looking at the cost of living and it seems to me if I die. <laughs> It only cost a million dollars to raise each child, according to the Wall Street Journal, like literally that week. Mm-hmm. So that's how I came up with my number. Um, I think the big thing here is, is again, uh, it goes back to the theme of of um, uh, don't don't be looking at others, stay in your lane, Do, you know, focus on the future you, um, and and that's going to be a lot of uh, making sure you stay out of debt because there's just so many things now that are maybe um, I, mean, I see Teslas everywhere everywhere I see Teslas now they're I, they're not all Model S's or the X but they they are certainly um, not cheap right people are paying twelve hundred dollars fourteen hundred dollars a month I'm like isn't it better just to buy a gas car and pay 400 a month <laughs> right you would and just, think- and just buy the gas isn't that better
3: I think is what I guess really where Tesla really gets their benefit is that they're trying to, you know, push their environmental agenda of like the, you're not having to buy gas. and so then you're, you know, just using electricity and that's better for the environment. I don't know, but California, you can't even charge your car exactly. right now. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, really, they're all starting to kind of crumble a little bit. And then yeah. you have the whole issue. People are like, well, what happens when the batteries go bad? What are you doing with the batteries? Right. Because those have to be get like.
1: I think it's just a cool factor. Yeah. Because if you really just want an electric car, you would have bought the Nissan Leaf. And there's nothing, cool about, there's nothing cool about Nissan Leaf, but for a while, it was like free, right? With the know, we're price. in a state
2: of transition here. You know, we're looking at, you know, people wanting to move into electrical cars. Other people are going to stay with their gas-powered cars. We're going to live with both for a oh, while.
1: Well, I would say we'll, we'll be all electric eventually, and nobody will be able to go anywhere because we can't charge our cars. I saw this picture of some guy driving down the road in the middle of Texas. I guess he was concerned about no charging station. And on the back of his Tesla, he had a generator. On a rack oh my like a like a bumper rack you know or a hitch rack so you hit a generator i'm like that's kind of an oxymoron but well, this is not a car show so <laughs> my point was that it's a it's a it's a flashy object so yeah. you, you have to be careful with flashy objects you do need to go and experience and do things uh we're not saying that at all you know stop doing that at all we're just saying hey just be realistic and pay attention um and make sure you're saving and staying out of debt that that's that's the bottom line uh, another thing is like estate planning. So we meet with a lot of people in their mid-30s have haven't done any estate planning. So they don't have a will. They don't have a power of attorney. They don't have medical directives. And You have a, fa- you have a family. You, you owe it to them to have those basic documents established. Uh, it's really simple. Um, and I'm, I'm not a big proponent of legal zoom, but certainly, uh, you know, getting with a local attorney in your area and, and just putting together the very basics. Will, power of attorney, medical directive. If you're in a more rural area you might be able to find this to be done fairly cheap you know my my mom's down in hilton head now and i found a place uh down there for her and for 500 bucks they did a will power of attorney and medical directives like i wish that lady lived up here in atlanta because i would send her <laughs> a ton of business yeah. it's not quite that cheap up here um but basically uh yeah those are things that you need to you do have accomplished uh what are some things that we see 30-somethings have the biggest issues with in relation to money?
2: You know, um, coming out of your 20s and going into your 30s, it's some sort of the biggest issues is, you know, adjusting your behavior. Okay, knowing that a- as you're taking on more responsibility in life and with family issues is to adjust your spending to match your income and your objectives. And it's that transition that we notice that people either make or they don't make. And if they do make, they tend to be successful with their finances. If they don't make it, we'll find that by the end of their thirties and going into their forties, they probably are still spending like they were in their twenties, very much in debt, you know, living a very high lifestyle, but have realized, you know, that uh oh, <laughs> I've been working now for twenty years. <laughs> and there's not i don't have two dimes to rub together right yeah. so it's making that transition to matching your goals your income and your expenditures all together
1: i think too um you know it it kind of goes back to career like you should be settling in on a career if you hate your job then maybe you need to find something different to do because at this point, you're you're realizing that you're gonna be doing this job for for Another a long 30 time, years. <laughs> right? Another thirty years. Uh, so th- we should be at this point, kind of pivoting to to something that we want to do um, long term, and what your career aspirations are. Uh, I understand that some people just go and they work a job, and this is their job. But you know, we spend so much time at where we work that it really needs to find you need to find joy in it. And there's it's not always roses. I mean obviously I've been doing this for a long time, but there's things I don't like about uh, running a financial planning company, there, but there's also things that are very rewarding about it. Uh, for me, it's helping people, because I know that you know, we, we, we have ultra high net worth people here, but occasionally we see people who just need help and we rally around them and we help them and, and that's very rewarding. Um, but not everyone gets that in their, in their careers, right? Right. I mean, we've some very wealthy people here that absolutely hate their jobs. And that 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 stinks cause you spend <laughs> the majority of your time in that job, which is why we stay out of debt. You know, it all goes back in circles, right? If you didn't have any debt payments, then then you have the flexibility to then go out and do whatever it is you want to do or maybe take a less paying job that you enjoy. Right. So there's all there's all kinds of options. So just don't feel like, don't get yourself in a position where you're stuck, especially when you get into your forties and fifties then you really are stuck. You're gonna have to keep doing that for a long time. Uh and, and and trying to save money in order to even even make it to retirement. Um biggest issues with money, I'll get back to that question. Uh living paycheck to paycheck, we see that a lot in people in their thirties just struggling. Not saving enough for retirement, not even participating in retirement, uh statistically, most people don't. I mean obviously everyone here that comes in here does. <laughs> <laughs> Where <laughs> we we see the top of the <laughs> top of the pyramid I guess um as far as decision making uh being underinsured um that that's a real thing we already mentioned that um i think it's just not understanding money still like we should understand money by now we have a great episode um 124 financial literacy um take a listen to that episode it has all the um it has all the terms that you hear what is apr what's apy Right we went through those. we probably should update that actually um estate planning for young adults that's actually the episode prior to that episode one twenty three we talked to a gentleman out of Ohio on uh why he sh- why his young adults should have uh estate planning done that's uh that's an important episode too and then obviously the the one that kicked us off episode one twenty nine how financial planning looks different every decade so if you want kind of what overview of twenties thirties through sixties um then that that's a good um that's a good one to listen to. Also, don't forget we have a YouTube channel, uh, A-Wiser Retirement on YouTube. Uh, we have one uh, called How to Be a Long-Term Investor. It's a really short video. Um, that We need that today because there's so many scary things that appear to be happening in the marketplace, but you just have to keep focusing long-term. Also, uh, using an online estate planning service versus a local attorney, we have an opinion on that. That's You can also find that on a YouTube channel. Um, all those will be linked uh, in our show notes uh, here for the podcast. And also, if you have a minute, uh, take a minute to rate our podcast. We'd appreciate any feedback we have on the uh, Apple podcast uh, ecosystem. Appreciate that. Uh, All right, guys. Any other wisdom for people in their 30s? Enjoy them. Do what you need to do and then simply enjoy them. (laughs) And go by fast. It 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 did go by fast. I feel like my 30s, though, were an extension of my 20s. I I really felt like it was all the same. Yeah, it wasn't until 40 that I started going, okay, things are a little different. When you wake wake up and something aches for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) your like, uh, uh, okay. Great chat. Talk to you guys later. Right.
0: Thanks for listening to a Wiser Retirement Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening, that way you don't miss any new episodes. We would also appreciate if you could leave a rating and review. If you have any questions about anything that was discussed today, head to wiserinvestor.com and reach out. We would love to hear from you. This episode was produced and edited by Lilton Moore. This podcast is strictly for informational purposes only and is not to be considered as investment advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any financial products, securities, digital assets, or any other investment vehicles, or a basis to make any financial decisions. Wiser Wealth Management Incorporated is a registered investment advisor with the SEC. The host and or guest may personally own securities, digital assets, or other investment vehicles mentioned on this podcast. Neither the host nor guest of the show are compensated for their participation and no referral fees are paid to or received by any host or guest for clients, listeners, or similar interests. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor, tax professional, insurance professional, and or legal professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.